0: You're listening to The Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors, authors of The Soul Ties Detox and founders of The Soul Ties
1: Healthy Love Club. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote self-love for singles and support strong, healthy relationships for couples. Here on The Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your questions. So join us
0: weekly on
1: Facebook Live where we look forward to interacting with you live and on air. Do you have a burning question to send us? then go to relationshipgoals.tv that's relationshipgoals.tv now let's get into today's episode All right. So the letter (laughs) says, Dear Kenyon and Takara, I need help in my relationship, and I'm not quite sure where to turn. Please forgive me in advance for this long letter.
0: Now, we get that all the time. We get that all the time. (laughs) We just don't get a chance to do them uh, all the time. But go ahead.
1: Exactly. So I'm a worship leader and I visited a church to minister last year Mm -hmm. and I met a man who quickly became my everything. Normally, I am very serious about my assignment in that I don't really entertain men when I'm on the road, but this man was different. He came at me different, complimented me differently, and courted me differently. He supported my dreams and was really strong in the Lord, never missing an opportunity to pray for me and even began taking me to my singing engagements. He honestly reminded me of Kenyon and how Takara describes how he covered her from the very beginning. Now, hold on.
0: I, I'm just going <laughs> to throw this out there up front. Don't be looking for me
1: don't do it because
0: you're gonna find somebody who who might not be there yet yeah (laughs) my journey was long the road was just (laughs) the road was rocky don't be looking for me (laughs) (laughs) this is a blessing here this is something we're working it out don't
1: look for me absolutely go ahead he gonna look for me he gonna be gone (laughs) you might want him to go (laughs) you don't know me Oh my! Go ahead, babe. So she, I'm gonna just recap what she last said. Okay. He honestly reminded me of Kenyon and how Takar describes how he covered her from the very beginning. He says he wants to get married, and while everyone believes I'd be a fool to let him go, I'm not so sure. Mm. I can't put my finger on it, but I feel like I can't be myself around him. It's like the more he gets to know me, the less he likes me or wants to see of me. Mm. He praises me publicly and seems proud to stand beside me. But when we leave events, he criticizes my song selections and says, I should be more like other singers who get up and praise God for the men they have by their side.
0: And she's the leader. She worship <laughs> I mean, that's what she said. Okay. That's
1: what the letter said. I'm okay. I'm just okay. Trying to Make sure. Um, I tried to break things off with him, but he used scripture and prayer to win me back. He showed up every day to my house with flowers. Called my pastor and had him, in quotes, pray for us Mm -hmm. and even put a public appeal on Facebook for them to pray for us because, in quotes, the enemy didn't want us together because of what our union would mean to the kingdom. Yeah, that one worked on me, too. But as soon as we settled back into a normal place, things got worse. Now I'm not as attractive as I used to be. I'm not supportive enough. I don't pour into his visions enough. And no matter how much more I try, I can't do enough. I'm not enough. There's so much more to tell, but I literally don't have words for what I'm dealing with. I feel crazy. I don't feel valued. And when I try to tell him how I feel or that how he treats me hurts me, he says, I'm just so used to getting praise from other people that I don't know how to take constructive criticism. He seems to believe God wants us together. And sometimes I believe that too, but something inside of me wants out, but I can't let go of him either. How do I know if it's time to walk away or to trust that God will work on him? If I just stay and be faithful.
0: Okay. Well, Nancy said she's been there. I was just watching that as uh as they can, as, as people, more people coming in Deonda from Baltimore, she said, hello. Hopefully I said that correctly. Um, yeah
1: um they said she'd be a fool to let him go
0: (laughs) well here's the thing i i i have some problems but let's go ahead and jump into the response here because this is a real serious business one of the things that we're seeing right now is someone who is discerning that there's something wrong but it's it's hard for her to make any clear um statements about what it is because she's so caught up and wound up in it and we're going to show that to you and show that uh, show show to you what that is. Number one is, um, we can't tell you whether to walk away or not. I think that should be a decision that's defendant that d- that's definitively up to you. Yes. What that means is that some people want to be told, some people want permission, some people just need some confirmation, and some people just need to know that there's something wrong, and then they're ready to stay in there again. Mm -hmm. So we can't tell you and we won't tell you, but all we will tell you, we'll ask you to listen to what we see, and we'll ask you to be honest enough with yourself about what you see. And then go from there to make your own decision. Now right. this is very important because one thing that Kar and I have begun doing is helping people. Um, it, it's so easy to give advice. In the sense that you should do this, it you is. should do this, you should do Somebody
1: this. Somebody just said, why not just follow your gut? Absolutely.
0: And we're going we gonna to follow her gut to the end. <laughs> okay. You're
1: going to follow that yellow <laughs> big road here.
0: But the thing is, is that we want to make sure, what we found is, is that when you tell people what to do, even when they know it's right, they don't necessarily follow it out until they're convinced of the end process. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're convinced of what they're really seeing. So what we're going to do is we're just going to sit back and we're going to give you our, our perspective of what we're seeing that's going on with your situation and yes. based on what you've given us the first big situation is that there is confusion yes confusion uh uh identifies that there is a problem that you just cannot articulate does that make sense am yeah. I over this mic I'm sorry yeah no you're good okay um it, it It's a problem that you can't articulate. It feels good. And because it feels good, you may not want to let go of it. Because it looks good, you may not want to let go of it. Um, It seems good to the people who you respect and to your peers. So you're looking at everything around you except what you're supposed to be looking at. And So that's where the confusion comes in because you can't separate what's outside of you with the experience that you're actually having. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to be your gut. We want to take everything that your gut said and we want to speak it back to you so that you can hear it.
1: That was much better word than I was going to use. Yes.
0: (laughs) But there's two rules. And the reason why we utilize this letter is because we know that more, just like Nancy here, we know that more than one person has this situation. Yeah. We know that there are people... Male and female. Males don't come out because these situations pretty much crush them, and so they don't speak enough on it. But male and female, we know that there are people who are dealing with this situation,
1: and they, they're they confused about it. And it's especially confusing because you seem to be the only one right. that, it's under, that, that is dealing with this. But I'll let you get to that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, baby. No problem. So, The first thing, uh, there's two rules, and we want everyone to utilize these rules, especially our church folk, all right? The first rule is this. Look at the relationship outside of the package. Generally, these relationships, when people speak to us about their relationships, they they, they first come and tell us all the good parts of the relationship, and we get that. Absolutely. We get that. They give us all the good things. But they also sell us on the prop part that, okay, they're a Christian, they're a man or a woman of God, they're this, they're that, and the other. And the the problem with that is, is that we're looking at the title, we're looking at the statement, we're looking at the talk, but we're not taking a look at the character. Character takes time to observe and to build upon. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It takes time. It's something that you say all the time, see them through all the seasons, and you're not getting an opportunity to do that. So what we want you to do very first off is remove the package. In which he came. That's number
1: one. (laughs) Unwrap that thing.
0: (laughs) Yes. Number two is we want you to remove yourself from all your people and peers who are around you. Here's the reason why. If you're having an experience that because of their perception or their distance from you and your relationship, they can't fathom your experience. They they're contrary to your experience or they are pulled in by their experience or their version of your experience, then they're no good for you. This is a decision that you're gonna to
1: have to learn to make for yourself, yes ma'am. And it's very hard to, ex- to receive that piece of advice right there. When you say remove yourself from the people, people who you trust, people like your pastors, right? Yes. It's very difficult to remove yourself from that because you have looked to people, especially in church, as authority figures in areas of spirituality. Right. So it's very difficult to remove yourself from that because... Unfortunately, what you're also saying is that you cannot trust their vision into your relationship right now. Right. You cannot trust their sight into that. And the big the most dangerous thing that you can do is lean on the other understanding of someone that does not understand or honestly is unwilling to understand your experience.
0: Absolutely. And even to say that they're not bad. There there are some great people out there. Absolutely. But the problem is they're taken by the visuals. They're taken by the spirit. Special effects they're taken by the pr and these type of people once we break it down to you give great pr so you're going to find yourself in a position where you have someone who trusts what they see rather than their investment in saying okay who is this person yes 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 yes. okay so um and, and and sometimes they keep it surface so that they won't don't let too many people get close to them because they're so busy and they're so heavy laden so you have to be careful about that Okay, so with that being said, let's talk about what your gut saw. The first thing your gut saw was fast movement. Um, your experience you labeled as quick. He moved in quick. Uh, you mentioned his eagerness from marriage. You know, he moved in quick. He did all these great things. He was wonderful. He was exponent. he was just awesome, right? Magnificent. And then he rushed into marriage. Mm-hmm. He rushed in so fast. And your only response to that was my friends uh, liked them, or that you, you deferred directly to what your friends liked about them, rather than talking about where you are with that. That lets us know. That's that's a subtle, subtle hint that lets us know that you weren't right there. And obviously, the letter tells us that you were you weren't right there. But you understand how you weren't right there. But he moved in fast anyway.
1: Go ahead, babe. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a spit I'm a spit something really quickly. Hit him with it that you're not anticipating, but. But I'm just I'm just forewarn you right now.
0: <laughs>
1: and I apologize in advance to my preachers and worship leaders that are in our Internet con- congregation right now. Oh, I apologize in advance. But let me help you understand okay. something. When we grow up in an environment, a very charismatic environment the one one of the very easy things to be taken by is the amens. Yeah. And the applauds. Yeah. And the agreements. Yeah. Right? So when we're singing, when we're preaching, when we're ministering, amens are a symbol of validation.
0: Yes. That is very true.
1: And so when we have, um, when we are dating someone, our friends, our pastors, our family, saying that they like someone saying that they love someone saying that they're really into this person. Even if I see the bad in them, I'm putting more weight into their external validation Mm. than my internal confirmation of what I'm really dealing with on the inside here. Go ahead.
0: No, 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 no. That's so good because what I'm going to ask you is, so are you saying that we, especially in this area, but we are all in some sense, but, predominantly here, especially here, Mm -hmm. vulnerable to being validated by outside sources.
1: Yes. Outside influences. And again, we're, and it's not to say that it's a bad thing. It's to say that that has, is how we have been groomed in any sort of church environment that if you don't hear an amen, then something must be wrong. Right. So when I'm hearing all of the amens and I'm hearing all of the yeses and I'm hearing all of the love, then that means that it's not them. It's me. Right. And we and we then begin right. to ignore our own internal experiences because we the the amens are overpowering. What we're dealing with,
0: right? And it, because they must know something that we don't, they must yes. be hearing a word yes, that we're yes, not. Yes. They must be somewhere where we're not. Mm-hmm. And so I'ma sit here because obviously God must have put me here and put them around me to see what I can't see. Yes. Okay. When it's all emotional anyway, when it's, it's all, all peripheral emotional. anyway, yeah. when it's all distant anyway, and no one is having the experience that I'm having mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Powerful. Woo. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay. So then, then, then the next thing we saw then, or what her gut saw, was the pressure. Yes. There was pressure up front with the marriage that, that moved, obviously, way too fast for her. But to be honest, there was pressure and getting her back. Obviously, see, she moved away. She wanted to break that thing up. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong, really, to be honest with you. There's nothing wrong with somebody chasing somebody who they want. I mean, when you're when you're together and you break up, we try to do whatever we need to do to fix it, whether right. we're dating or not. And they're right. dating here. They're not married, whether we're dating or not. But and, and, and then romantic gestures. He brought the flowers. Nothing it's wrong with that. Right? It's endearing, right? It's very endearing. Showing up unannounced is not endearing. If, she, if, if at any point in time he continued to show up, continued to show up and continued to show up unannounced at any point in time when she said she didn't want that or mm-hmm. she, she was offended by that, that would then be classified as stalking. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So that is not endearing. That's pressurous. Talking to people who, who are in authority over her or who she see as an authority over her or people whom she trusts, that's crossing a line.
1: It is.
0: And that's masterful manipulation. It's
1: very manipulative. Yeah.
0: You understand what I'm saying? Um, uh, going to the public forums, going to Facebook and building this thing up as if it's something great that God wants. And you're doing two things. First of all, you're building hmm. it up so much in public that that validation that you're talking about yes. continues to come. And so you feel pressured in order to receive it. But not only that, you make God cosign on your foolishness. You make God co-sign on your dating process, and God doesn't co-sign on dating. God co-signs on character. Yes, that's what you ought to be looking for, and that's what we ought to be seeing. Do you understand what I'm saying? God doesn't
1: co-sign foolishness. You just stop right there. (laughs) He does not co-sign foolishness. He is not the author of confusion. That is not his mo that is not how he operates
0: absolutely well when it comes to dating and i'm going to say this outright and i've i've been saying this and i'm gonna continue to say this i've been saying this um the way we date, we don't date correctly anymore anyway. Of course not. And we we are we're looking for feels as signs rather than being accountable and responsible enough to watch and observe a person to see if they're right enough. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? We're looking for God's voice, but what we need to be doing is um working on that relationship so that we can get comfortable with the standard of God and we'll be able to see it as a reflection of somebody else yes you see what I'm saying Yes, so you don't have to guesstimate you can look at that and say yes or no absolutely look at just
1: said podcast over but I think that's (laughs) that's I mean honestly that's your answer before I mean we got plenty more to say so don't y'all go nowhere but really that's your answer Once you unwrap the package that he has placed himself in and you side by side compare him to who God is. Go to what? Second Corinthians. What's that? The love is patient. Love is kind. The fruits. Yeah. Is that the or are
0: you talking about um uh, thirteen? God, don't 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 get me doing that. Okay, I don't. but
1: you know that <laughs> when that Corinthians, love is patient. We'll All of those things. Love is not boastful. It is it is not prideful. Like it starts going right. all of these things. And number one, let's look at that because God is love. Look at that. Then go look at the fruit of the spirit. Look at the fruit of the spirit as well. Do a side-by-side comparison of this booger that you're sitting next to right now. And honestly, see if that is who God would ordain for you.
0: Absolutely. Look at Aunt Nancy. is just throwing them out. She, she's, she's dropping that knowledge. Watch their patterns.
1: Listen, Janine said, is his character lining up with the word? Absolutely.
0: And I think here's the problem, though. And I'm going to be honest. And this is, this is I don't want to go too far off a tangent because I really want to answer this young lady's question. Right. But here's the problem we talk too much as Christians and because we talk too much, we hear too much. And so we assume someone lines up with the word because they know all the buzzwords of Christianity. Listen, because they know all the right things to say. They know all the, you know, the, 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 whatever a Christianese is of the day. Yes. And the problem is, is that we're not watching to look at their efforts. Right. We're not watching to see what kind of fruit falls from their tree if they're bearing any at all. Right. We're not watching to see what kind how do they treat their mother? How do they treat their father? How do they treat their siblings? How do they treat people else, outside of their homes? How do they treat people who's in service to them? How Who was their ex? Who? Why did they mess up? What's going on with that one? Who was, you know, you're not, we're Listen. not, we're not actually looking and getting deep into who a person is. One of the biggest things that you and I did when we came to the table is we took everything and laid it on the table like this is who we be
1: Mm -hmm.
0: this is who I am yep now I got this and I'm steady cleaning this up but understand that I got this absolutely understand that I am not perfect understand I have these issues we I mean we came to the table there there was one conversation that we had and I was like hey listen I got a bubble Oh, yeah. Before we
1: ever met, it was (laughs) like, hey, listen, I got a bubble. And it's it's, it's, it's a high chance you're going to get in there or stay in there for long. (laughs) Right. Right. Right.
0: It's because I like my distance. I'm just not I'm I'm not so touchy feely or at least that's not the love language that I have with um, uh, naturally. Not Mm -hmm. my first love language. Anyway, that's again, I didn't want to get off on a tangent. But I think it's very important that we start looking for more than a feel because it's easy to feel. Once serotonin start moving, once lips start smacking, once we start touching, our, our uh, anatomy, our biochemistry is going to give us a feel. We can't depend on what we feel. We got to depend on what we've watched and seen. We got to
1: follow the evidence, not follow the hunch. Absolutely, absolutely. Um I'm and sorry. thank you, thank you to our internet missionaries, <laughs> uh, Nancy and Queen Dree. It's first Corinthians thirteen and four. Thank you. Thank you very much for giving us that. Um listen, um somebody said Dimitri said, churchy guys will mislead you sometimes. Listen, at the mention of the name Jesus. A manipulator can go in and and move all sorts of crowds and all sorts of people and amazingly, unfortunately, all sorts of women in relationships Absolutely. Um, at the mention of the name Jesus. Unfortunately, that is why it is the, one of the easiest places for predators to infiltrate. Yes, it is. Because there is not enough involved in church and sometimes in church leadership to say that, that we should be checking background, checking receipts, checking character, checking References on people who are coming in saying they want to lead us spiritually and romantically.
0: Absolutely, because Absolutely.
1: we put so much stock in just the name of Jesus, we stop evaluating people as soon as they mention the name. We start
0: listening, and they make the good guys look bad too. Yeah, there are way too many, way, way, way too many good guys who are suffering. Yes, and going through because they have to deal with the aftermath of someone else misusing. God as a manipulation tactic to get them to open up okay again let's get back to this because we got to answer this because her gut is still seeing some other stuff all right let's get back here the Jekyll and Hyde situation um, the the whole uh, I'm going to act like this in pu- public but I treat you different in pi- private mm-hmm. now there is nothing wrong with having discrete conversations or discrete disagreements between two and private there's nothing wrong but when someone treats you totally different in private than they do in public. In public, they lift you up because lifting you up lifts them up. In private, they break you down because breaking you down lifts them up. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's another red flag. Uh, And finally, the highs and the lows. What I mean is is that they pushed hard to get you. They they did their due diligence. They pushed super hard to get you. Once they got you, they started whittling away at you and bit breaking you down. Mm-hmm. Then when you decided you didn't want to deal with that, they went hard again. They went super hard again excellently and they pulled you all the way back in. Then once they got back in, they went back to whittling down at you. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing with that yo-yo thing, okay? Mhm. It's hard to start a yo-yo but once you got it started, you can make it do all kinds of tricks. You understand what I'm saying? Oh! So the idea is, the problem is, is that we have, you have, it, no, 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 seriously, seriously. Because what you have is you have a, a, a training. You have a molding. Now you're molding them to go out and come back at my back and go out and come back. I'm going to keep hanging the carrot in front of you. And sometimes I might let you taste the carrot. But as soon as I get you back, you get no more carrots. All you you get is promises of carrots. Babe. If you act right. Babe. Yes, ma'am.
1: I understand what you're saying here. But you said it's difficult to get a yo-yo started. But once you get it going, you can make it do all kind of tricks. Yes, ma'am. Here's why that is so significant. Like I took it. And, and just, yeah, it hit me hard, y'all. Saints, it hit me hard. Let me help you understand, though, why that is so significant right here. Go ahead, babe. It is very difficult to get a yo-yo going. I have tried my darndest <laughs> to f- roll that string out and get that thing to come back up. Well, hold on, and hold, I on can- hold on,
0: hold on. See, let me teach you. What you got to do is you got to wrap it around your finger. Uh-huh. Then you got to wrap it up tight. Uh-huh. Then when you throw it hard enough. yes. It'll come back to you.
1: It'll come back to you. But if then it's a trick that you can get it to do, you throw it and then it won't necessarily come back to you, but you can get it to just hang there. Yes. You can get it to do tricks there. Yes. You can get it to flip around there. Yes. And then when you're ready, you can jerk you it can back yank in. You can it back in. Jerk it back in again. <laughs> yes, Here's ma'am. the reason why that's so significant is because while you're getting it to do all those tricks, you're holding the string and manipulating them. They're just trying to get back close to you. Yeah. They're just trying to get back to feeling the way you started out making them feel when you pulled them close in the first time right
0: right the other end of that or the girl would be the one trying to figure trying exactly to get back. exactly
1: the girl right and so all all you see is someone trying desperately to get back into the good grips and good graces of that manipulator but what they're doing is proving to everyone looking around how easily they can manipulate that string that's wrapped around their finger until the, the the uh the yo-yo starts to slow down all of a sudden it's like oh wait the slowing down means she's starting to get tired. Let me yank her back in again and get her right back up.
0: As a matter of fact, sometimes you got to take and hold the yo-yo where it wants to be before you drop it again, and then you get it started. That's that's how the that's how the trick works.
1: Somebody give me sometimes an organ. You Somebody gotta give me an organ. Somebody give me an organ. <laughs> you silly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we done just did ten minutes. <laughs>
1: we done did a whole on a thorn. sermon. <laughs> on a yo-yo y'all Yo, you don't know nothing about this here
0: <laughs> you silly <laughs> question are you in a relationship with a narcissist well let's see in the beginning were they just so into you and in love with you that they do anything they were perfect but now that they have you they act like they don't even like you or anything you do for them have you ever felt like you have no voice Your opinions, concerns, or feelings just don't matter. It's so bad that when you speak up for yourself, there's always a problem or a consequence. So you keep silent just to keep the peace. Do you find yourself accountable for them in the relationship? You make all the accommodations and sacrifices, and no matter how much their behavior hurts you, when you bring it up, they make you feel like it was your fault for how they treated you, or like it was all in your head. Look, The undisputed champs of toxic relationships are narcissistic personalities. What we just mentioned are narcissistic traits and there's a whole lot more. Narcissists can be in your family, they can be friends, authority figures, and lovers. If you think you're dealing with a narcissistic personality, feel like you're dealing with a narcissistic personality, are familiar with some of these traits, or in a place where this could be it but all you know is that something has got to change, we believe that you really need to join us in october during the month of october in the healthy love club we are walking you through our narcissist survival course over the next four weeks we will help you answer important questions about you and your relationship and give you healing strategies that will help you begin to safely break the bondage that this relationship has on your heart and mind at the end of this class you will walk away with next level understanding guidance and you will have a survivor's manual designed for you by you. Don't miss this. We only offer our narcissistic survival course once a year. Don't wait because it may be the help and peace you've been looking for. Visit us now at thehealthyloveclub.com. All one word, thehealthyloveclub.com. And the reason why I mentioned the yo-yo thing The hard part of just leaving him alone because we know it. That's what the confusion is. That's what the pull is in her gut. Of course. The problem is, is that once you've been conditioned to go out and come back, it's hard to go out and stay out. Yes. That's the problem. That's where the yo-yo piece comes in. Um, what what ha- this is lightweight compared to some of the the mind games we've seen play. Absolutely. But what this is, is the very beginning of of emotional and mental abuse in the sense that is beginning to mold you. It, it's 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 cementing a tone of the relationship. And once that tone of relationship is cemented, she stays confused, but she also stays with them. She she then she never actually let never leaves again. She just feigns leaves or or look like she's going somewhere. Absolutely. But she doesn't. As long as he as long as he has her string wrapped around his finger. That's how that that's how that works. And we understand we empathize with the idea that it's hard to it's hard to give up what I've invested in and what she's invested in is what she got at first. He loved bombed He love bombed her at first. Absolutely. And when someone love bombs you. And of course, if, you, if any of you have heard this, heard of this before, when someone has love bombed you it's quick, fast and deeply emotional, sometimes possessive. But it gives you everything you want in a blur. And it's so much of a blur that you can't see their character. You can't see who they are. And that's what generally happens. And so you spend the rest of your time trying to get back there because that was my everything. That was where I wanted to be. This is what I've been looking for all my life. Mm -hmm. But those
1: were moments, not the man. You understand what I'm saying? It was moments and not the man. Y'all gotta well let me let me help never mind. Go keep going. <laughs> keep going. Okay. You
0: have the Jekyll and Hyde, the two the two different people. One person is in public, one person is in private. The public person is the person that pumps themselves up to be the nice guy, the great guy, the one hundred percent the 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 worker, the one who does everything, the one who's up front, the one who needs to shine, and the person um in private is the one who breaks you down, is mm-hmm. the one one who, who tears you down. For men, it, the, 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 it's the same thing, but women do it just slightly differently in these particular areas. They will tear you down through victimization by, by playing the victim just a little bit harder. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, we're going towards narcissism, but a narcissist plays the victim. It's just a, a dynamic um, in Absolutely. the way they do things differently. <laughs> um, lack of empathy. That's going to be the biggest red flag ever. Lack of empathy means that the person does not, when you said he doesn't care, when you said he's not listening to me, I'm telling him how I feel and he doesn't respond except by telling me what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. He, number one, he doesn't care how you feel. Number two, he's going to keep doing what he does to make you feel that way because he doesn't care. Though That right there, just lack of empathy alone is enough to say enough
1: absolutely
0: does that make sense we can't we're not telling you what to do but we're telling you what we're seeing we're telling you what your gut has been telling us and we're just waiting for you to respond to that yeah okay um and he shifts the blame he he wants to spotlight so we got all these things here um outside of the christian package outside of the friends what is what is your gut telling you now obviously our people are saying hey listen Right. (laughs) Like she said, leave buddy alone. (laughs) Like she said, leave him alone. But it's hard for people to hear that. What we see is narcissistic behavior. Right. We see that type of behavior. Um, It's unhealthy. It's toxic and it will break you down. We see you 5, 10, 20 years from now still chasing the love bomb that you got first off. Still chasing what you thought when you saw when you thought you saw me, I can't tell you how many times I heard that. (laughs) When you thought you saw what uh, or what you thought you saw Takara's story, I'll put it that way. Right, 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 right. When you thought you saw Takara's story because you thought that this might be the one, you're chasing that now, and that's not good. You need your own story, and part of your story is going to be navigating through this now, so that you can break free or get through it.
1: Um, listen, somebody says she already knows what to do, why she asked. Here's the reason, um, is because, and again, going back to the yo-yo analogy, the, the idea of the string wrapped around his finger is the, also the chemical and mental effect that this person has had on you. Yeah. Yeah. It is not so easy to cut that string when literally when you have been manipulated to such a degree that it has caused your brain to reprogram itself to want, need and chase after that love. It's not so easy on the outside of things because we number one, we're not her. We don't know what they've had, what she's dealt with. Um, She's only given us a snippet of it. But because we're not her, one thing that even talking to a professional, we're not licensed professionals. We just happen to be people who have seen this time and time again and have dealt with it. But in, in speaking to and listening to professionals who have dealt with this, there is nothing crazy about someone asking, what should I do? Because everything inside them feels like they should be doing something differently than what they're doing but their brain is telling them to stay exactly where they are.
0: Absolutely. Let me correct that real quick. We're not clinicians, not clinical professionals. Right. Those who are able to diagnose. Uh, we do coach, we do counsel, but we don't do clinical. That's what she's talking about there. And with, clini- with clinical, um, we're able to identify it so that we can send them off yes, to a referral. Yes, thank you. But what they're able to do is to see the effect the consistent effect of being whittled down like this to to see the consistent effect of being uh of chasing love like this at the end of these days you have to understand i've seen people at the end of these type situations or at the end of these types um romances having literal health problems because of, yes. of that it really affects them it really affects them it's really um we would all like to say girl get on Girl, move on. We would also like to say that. And I think that's I think that's magnificent wisdom because we all see it. But it's also easy to see it from the outside. That's why it's that's why it's important to talk to talk her through it uh, and show her what she's really trying to say, because when we're confused, that means we can't articulate what the problem is.
1: And I think that's the hardest thing. Um, Having dealt with that in my past, the hardest thing is not being able to articulate it because I did not have a black eye or a busted lip. You know, being in a physically abusive relationship, people can see your lip bleeding. People can see the bruises. They can see your pain physically. Yes. But one of the most difficult things, especially in a church environment, is to go to someone and try to explain to them what's going on. And it's like, but it just sounds like they love you a lot right it just sounds like they want to be with you it just sounds like they really believe God for you it just sounds like or
0: the wrong environment right
1: right so when you're going to um, church leaders and people who are not trained to see what it is that you're dealing with you very much walk away from a conversation trying to get help feeling like you are the crazy one
0: absolutely feeling
1: like there is something wrong with you so please 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 never feel like just because one person didn't understand that that journey is over you just ran into the wrong person
0: right right now Alicia said she did say something that is very important she said I guess because I've been there I just don't have time for foolishness anymore amen yes yes exactly yes it's the experience of the foolishness that creates the opportunity for you to see it at 10 paces Mm -hmm. now you don't have time for it because I know I've wasted so much time in the past everyone's been there everyone's written that ride and uh keep speaking positiveness to this young lady so that she (laughs) can get off this thing um so here's here's what we want to do we we just explained a little bit about what her gut is telling her and everybody here everybody here i don't see any detracting remark that states that anything any different um what do we do what do we so if this is wrong, if if these are situations, if this is a situation where she's dealing with a narcissistic personality, a mm-hmm. person who's who who is not empathetic, a person who is using her, a person who want, who who wants her to be his every or to be his cheerleader or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. what should she do? Now, I'll tell you my rendition. <laughs> Takara sometimes is a little bit more understanding than me, sometimes vice versa. But my rendition is now that you know this, uh, be honest with yourself about who he is. You have to be honest with yourself about who. whatever you choose to do. Be honest with yourself about who he is. Yeah, for sure. And then once you're honest with yourself about who he is and what we've showed you, the goal is not to let it get to five to 10 to 20. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of the direction that I would say that's the correct um direction that um our people would say who's out here in the um in the audience there what would be the alternative in order to gain um more insight in that area
1: um I'm going to put on my glasses cuz I forgot I mean I can't see what we wrote over there um here's the biggest thing that I when we were talking about this and talking this over is that mm-hmm. we want you if you don't know that you're ready to leave right now mm-hmm. you obviously know at some point you tried to leave <clears throat> you wanted to leave previously yes it didn't work out um all of the things that you've described in this thing is, in this letter is detailing someone who was being groomed for submission to a narcissist right because that's,
0: a, that's the best way to say it being groomed you are for submission
1: yes you are nurse. being groomed and so with that in order to come back that <laughs> tie
0: not in that yo-yo <laughs>
1: <laughs> tie, not in that yo-yo and go um so with that though because we understand that it's so much easier said than done to just simply run the opposite direction otherwise you wouldn't be writing us right we want you to slowly begin to exercise your voice. Slowly begin to create boundaries within your relationship and within yourself that is going to help you exercise your voice. Right. What's the very first thing that we're going to have her do?
0: Okay. Well, the first thing we're going to have her do is create boundaries. And what we mean by creating boundaries, we know that you are, if you choose to stay into the, in the relationship, what you have to do is you have to observe see if what we say is true okay Mm -hmm. sit back and observe but to do that you're going to have to create a little bit of distance spend more time by yourself spend more time with other friends nine times out of ten you've been isolated because he doesn't like none of your friends or some of your friends aren't good enough some of your friends aren't there yet they're they're He'll use your friends to compare you against when he's trying to tear you down, but he'll tell you they ain't no good to hang around. And that creates an isolation piece. So what you have to do is what we want you to do, and not in an antagonistic way and not in a bad way, but begin your only dating. Get your life. Get a little bit of your life. Just say, Listen, I'm, I'm just going to spend today alone or I'm going to go with my girlfriends here. We're going to go do this worship thing there. We're going to go do get your time to yourself. What that's going to do is that's going to do two things. The first thing is going to give you an opportunity to sit and think and breathe. You need to get out of that confusing environment yes. and atmosphere that's going to give you opportunity to, th- to sit and think and breathe and number two is going to give you opportunity to observe anybody who likes having control over you will not like you making up your own mind about yourself yes. it's going to give you opportunity to observe again you're not there doing it antagonistically and you're not doing that to pull something out of them all you're doing is you're getting free space to breathe and see if he likes to see you breathe
1: and, and again, that's why we're calling it exercise. It is not going to be easy because the brainwashing has begun. The grooming has begun. And so you're not going to want to even see the potential of him getting upset with you. Absolutely, You're not going to want to see the potential of him being uneasy about you doing things apart from him. But the idea is the exercise. This is not about him. This is not about what makes him feel good. This is about what is going to give you the space that you need to be able to number one, create boundaries but you all it also gives you strength the more you exercise your muscle of your voice it strengthens you to make other decisions about you absolutely okay
0: absolutely and, and then stay in contact with us about what the responses are because we want to see what the feet what the feedback is going to be and here's what the feedback usually is you're getting distant mm-hmm. what's going on something wrong with you Bay? what's going on and yeah. that's going to that's gonna move. And then as you get a little bit more firm, a little bit more comfortable with that, with that, just with that place with yourself, who is he? Absolutely. What's his name? Absolutely,
1: that's what I was getting ready to say. Who are you
0: talking to? Who's in your ear? Because he doesn't trust you to think for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have, and then it escalates from there. Then he pops up. Then he shows up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First he tries to sweet talk you. <laughs> If you don't respond to that, he tries to holler at you and then we're in an argument. It it, it, it just goes, you, you're going to deal with Jekyll and Hyde for a clear second or for a clear minute. And then you'll be able to see that this, now understand this is a character that's going to be, that's consistent. This is character that's going to be carried out. And so what's going to happen is, is that if you stay there, the longer you stay there, the longer you'll see these two people, the longer you'll you'll see how he operates and you'll be able to call it because we
1: told you how to call it. But also then in these moments, this is also where you begin to document his behavior and his response to you gaining your autonomy as well. You want to begin to document this stuff. Take screenshots, um, write down different things that he does and everything, because understand if it escalates, we're not saying that it will. You may have somebody that just decides to say, all right, cool, walk away. Let me go find the next sister who who wants me. Mm -hmm. But just in case it escalates, you want to also begin to keep a record of how he begins to respond.
0: Hey, low key, he can leave you as quickly as possible. He can leave you and not feel nothing, but you can't leave him. That's against the (laughs) rules. That's against the narcissist rules.
1: It, it, it definitely is. So definitely pay attention to that. Okay. The next thing that we want you to do is begin to practice this simple statement. Okay. Say it. It's not me. It's you. It's not me. It's you. And what does that mean? And what I mean by that <clears throat> from a very practical and non-confrontational place, Whenever you go to him and try to express how he's making you feel, how he's treating you, take a step back and say, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you. Whenever he tries to flip that switch and turn it on you, whenever he tries to say, but what about you? Whenever he tries to go ahead and make you walk away feeling guilty about having needs, feeling guilty about having hurt feelings. No, no. I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about you. And listen, it's not antagonistic, but continue to repeat that because you're not just telling him, you're telling yourself, I'm not talking about me and what I do. Right now I'm talking about you and how you make me feel. Right now I'm talking about you and how you criticize me why aren't you taking accountability for it? And the more you begin to exercise that muscle, you'll also begin to see that you're dealing with someone who has no ability to take accountability for how they treat you. Amen. Period.
0: Man. Amen. And so those are gonna give you your if you decide that you're gonna stay, Hey Carlita, I see you. Hey, Carlita. We see you. We we will be reaching out, trust us. Um, because we're we're about to get started. On, uh what October 1st
1: October 1st we'll tell
0: everybody we' we'll, we'll announce it to everybody and then we'll reach out to you um in a little bit we've just been trying to get ready for our trip but um the bottom line is is that uh what this does is if you decide you want to stay because you're still on that string and no no judgment no judgment whatsoever Absolutely. you're still connected you're still tied to them in some sort of way um, At the very minimum, begin to exercise these things because what they do is they keep you healthy enough to make moves once the need arises. Mm -hmm. It's very important that you understand that while you're dating, you can make moves while you're dating. You're free enough to make move. Dating is the time where you decide to make the moves. Don't wait till you get sick and tired of getting sick and tired because now you've already been married by um, married, but emotionally married. Right. Uh, Absolutely. Y- even if you're not literally married, you've already been emotionally married and now you're waiting for something to change. You waiting for <clears throat> God to change something or Excuse one me. of his problems, promises to fall through or <laughs> this, that and promises. the other, yeah. you know, you're what you're waiting for too much. You may have moved in with them. You may have done too much with them. He may have more of your stuff. He have more access to your family than you do. You know, you have to make sure that you be careful Mm -hmm. and so this is the opportunity to pull back and just give yourself an opportunity to think about some things yes thank you for listening to the soul ties podcast recorded live on facebook and distributed to itunes and soundcloud now if you're on itunes we can't grow without you so help spread the love rate us leave a review and share your favorite episodes and don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties podcast so you won't miss any future topics or your questions being answered. Do you have questions that you want us to answer? Just visit RelationshipGoals.tv. That's RelationshipGoals, all one word, dot TV. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.